800-747-3733. That's 1-800-747-3733. This program is paid for by Weeby Marketing. Everyone is raving about Titan MRI with the highest rated MRI facilities in town. Titan MRI is the place to go. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town. Joe and his staff have more than two decades of experience in Gainesville, and they've helped heal thousands of athletes in the local area. At Titan MRI, the average scan time is 10 to 15 minutes, so you'll have plenty of time to get back to work and live in a life pain-free. Don't wait. Tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown. Welcome to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And we welcome you to another edition of Inside the Huddle. I'm Steve Russell, alongside... Gator coach Steve Spurrier and the Gator quarterback Shane Matthews, who is here, and we are here for you. And uh, if you want to call us and talk to us on the uh, Campus USA call-in line, that's 392-8255. And uh, we have a lot to get to today, a lot of questions for Coach. But let's go back, fellas, and and look at last week. Um, Steve, I'm sure from an offensive standpoint early in the game, you know, I, I would imagine Dan Mullen kind of pleased, but not so much in the second half. They they kind of bogged down a little bit. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Steve. Uh, first of all, I'm going to take my mask off now that I came in with it. Just always want to remind the Gators out there, let's wear our masks when you're around people all the time and do our part and, uh, and, and try to stop this thing. But anyway, uh, we got off to a real good start. Scored first two possessions to get up 14-7. Uh, to 7. And fortunately, you know, South Carolina came out running the ball and throwing, mixed a few in there, and they hit a couple third downs on us and uh, took up seven minutes. And I was up there in the box with Scott Strickland, our AD. I said, this is exactly what South Carolina hopes to do through the course of the game. Well, I was wrong because the next time they got the ball, they threw three incompletes, and, and we got the ball and went and scored again. So anyway, uh, it worked out pretty well. We were, we were hot early, uh, Kyle to Kyle and so forth. And uh, Trent uh, Whittemore, Whittemore made beautiful catch uh, on that high ball to help set up another score. But, uh, yeah, we got a nice little lead there, and then it seemed like we sort of got lazy offensively in the fourth quarter and didn't do much, had a couple of turnovers. So uh, uh, defense, you know, they gave up a y- little bit of yards and a little bit of ground, uh, but uh, they didn't have that many yards, did they? No. About 330 or something like that. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's a win. You put it away, get ready for Texas A&M this week. Um, it, you know, a lot of times, Shane, when you talk about an opponent – you know, a player or a coach will say, this is the best we're going to face. But with A&M, uh, don't you think the talent level does go up here a little bit? Oh, absolutely. It'll be the most talented roster we've played so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have some players, you know, and and, and Kellen Mond, who seems like he's been there forever, 
uh, concerns me a little bit just because of his athleticism. I don't think he's a great thrower. He can make some throws here and there, but his ability to escape the pocket and run the football, mm-hmm. uh, I do have some concern. Mm-hmm. Steve, you know, everybody uh, talked about Texas A&M before the season because they returned so many starters, about like eight on each side of the ball, something like that. And, uh, well, the fact is they returned a bunch of starters, but they weren't all that super last year. They were good, but they weren't, you know, the top of the SEC or anything like that. Uh, when I got here 30 years ago, uh, I inherited – a Florida defense that had eight starters returning. But you know how good that team was last year? They were third in the nation in uh, 1989. The Florida defense was third in the nation, returned eight starters. Now that's when you know, man, we got a good defense. And that's why I told people. And then Shane just happened to be here. And uh, so we, we won with the players that were here 30 years ago. But returning those guys that were proven quality, dang good players, that that's what's more important than just saying we return a bunch of starters. Uh, we'll get into this a little bit more, uh, guys, but I want to go around the SEC a little bit. Um, what a difference one week makes, Steve, when K.J. Costello looked like you know he was going to throw for a million yards and then all of a sudden Arkansas comes up and knocks him off. you got to be ready every week. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Steve, that goes to tell you something about coaching. Now, do you think uh, – Arkansas has better athletes on defense than LSU. Well, K.J. Costello threw for, what, 600-and-something yards and uh, 44 points against LSU, and he got 14 against Arkansas because they had a plan. They had a defensive plan. We're going to draw it up uh, here a little later and show you why it worked against the the air raid offense. And then I'm going to try to show a couple pass plays that we – would run when we get against uh, covering with eight guys, five short, three deep uh, coverage. But uh, Arkansas had a good plan. They played with effort. Felipe took care of the ball, and uh, they just beat them. They stopped them a couple da- times on fourth down. But coaching, Barry Odom, the D coordinator, uh, he outcoached the guys on the other side, and uh, Arkansas got their first win in uh, three years. They'd gone 0-8, 0-8 uh, the two years prior, and the head coach there, Chad Morris is now the offensive coordinator and play caller for Auburn. And they didn't look very good this week against Georgia. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how all that works, but uh, it's sort of interesting. Uh, speaking of uh, Auburn, Georgia took them to the woodshed, especially in the first half, and, and, and ferocious Shane on defense. Does Georgia, with, with the new guy they have at quarterback, does Georgia have enough offensively to, to – uh, to go along with that great defense. I think they do. Uh, I, I was really impressed with uh, Georgia's defense. They're fast. They just flew around. Uh, and offensively, they ran the ball. You know, that's what Georgia's always tried to hang their hat on. And, and they've had all those great offensive linemen, but didn't run it real successful. I thought they blew Auburn off the ball. And Stetson Bennett, again, he's 5'11", doesn't have a great arm, you know, just got on scholarship, was a walk-on. The guy knows how to play. Mm-hmm. He's extremely accurate, knows where to go with the football. Uh, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he surprised, I think, everybody, including me. I was dead wrong thinking Auburn was going to beat Georgia because of the quarterback situation. Heck, Stetson Bennett to fourth sounds like a stockbroker on Wall Street, <laughs> but he's a quarterback at Georgia. And uh, he, he's right for what they need. And he, like Shane said, he can dodge a guy. That one time a guy came free, he dodged through on the run about a 15, 20-yarder downfield. Uh, this kid can play ball. And uh, interesting story. He started at Georgia as a walk-on, went to some little college and played a while, then came back to Georgia. I think his whole family's Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. 
So they finally gave him a chance uh, after the starter, the first game, wasn't doing very well. So I, I think he's going to be their guy the rest of the year. All right, time for Play of the Week, brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Play of the Week. Shane. My Play of the Week is from the Kentucky Ole Miss game, Steve. It was the first drive Kentucky had. First play of the game, they break a 75-yard run. Tailback starts kind of showboating on about the four-yard line. The Ole Miss defensive back tackles him. Two plays later, they fumble on the one-yard line and get no points. I don't know that guy's name, but it goes to show you, you never know what play may change the outcome of a game. Okay, I'm going to give it to Whittemore. Uh, first name's Trent. Trent. Trent, Trent Whittemore. Uh, that catch he made up above one dude and another dude underneath him. Uh, when Kyle threw it, I mean, he was not open. <laughs> he was covered uh, like a blanket, but he put it up high. And if one, I understand Trent was a heck of a basketball player, dunks mm-hmm. it and can mm-hmm. jump out of the gym and so forth. So he went up two hands and brought it down. Uh, that was a heck of a play. That was mine, too, um, um, just because it was local. Yeah. And local kid, you know, making the catch. So You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, I had Doring on my show this week, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, people are trying to compare him because he's a white receiver. He is so much more athletic than Doring. It's not even funny. And Doring, I even tell you that because I mean, you know, I, I coached Trent and coached against him. Uh, phenomenal athlete. Well, now Doring can dunk the ball. He can, that. but coach, now he can't dunk like this kid. This kid can jump up, yeah. good, huh? But uh, it's amazing how many local receivers we we've had: Willie yeah. Jackson, uh, Travis, Travis, Travis McGriff, and Doring, and now Trent uh, Whittemore. Yeah, local. All right, now questions of the week for Coach Spurrier uh, and. Brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. Uh, if you want to send questions to the show, send them to questions at InsideTheHuddleHBC.com. All right, here we go, Steve. Uh, James says, did you ever get sacked by Larry Wilson? Did you play with George Myra in San Francisco? Uh, Larry Wilson, the safety of the uh, Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals back in those days. I don't think a safety blitz. I, didn't, I don't even know if I even played against him, to tell you the truth. I was on the bench, uh, I think, the few times we played those guys. And uh, the other guy George was – George uh, Yeah, George was uh, the first year at San Francisco. Uh, in fact, when I got drafted by San Francisco, I said, really? They had John Brody was the, a, a 10-year vet, and George Meyer was behind him and been there two or three years, I guess. And uh, so anyway, uh, George wanted to – play so they traded george uh the second year and i became the back the true backup the second year uh, actually the first year i punted a little bit and we talked about gail sayers running one back mm-hmm. on me uh that first year uh aaron and crystal river tom brady looks like tom brady the bucks are starting to look mm-hmm. like a real threat in the nfc do you think it's brady's skills or bruce arian's play schemes uh, a little of both a little of both but he's got good players around him uh Brady's pretty smart. He went to a team that's got receivers and I think a pretty strong offensive line. Uh, that was an interesting game because uh, the L.A. Chargers, they're, they're talented. I, you know, they had a chance to beat Kansas City, went into overtime, yep. lost to those guys. They could beat almost anybody, but they find a way to lose. They do. They're up 24-7. to 7. There's like 35, 40 seconds left in the half, and they're just trying to run out the half. And they fumble the handoff. Nobody touches anybody, and they can't even fall on the ball. It flipped the whole momentum of the game. Uh, Tampa Bay got it. They hit a touchdown, 24-14, and, and then pretty much dominated the second half. 
uh, Andrew and Citra. Do you still get along with the South Carolina folks? Did you see any of them at the game? Oh, I saw uh, Todd Ellis, the radio announcer, and Liz McMillan, uh, marketing director and so forth, up in the radio booth. Uh, <clears throat> just saw them a little bit during the game. Uh, before the game, we were down on the sideline. My son, uh, Scotty, came, came in for the game and uh, talked to a couple of video guys and the athletic directors. Uh, their boxer right next to ours up top there. But that was about it. Uh, yeah, the Gamecocks, they're struggling a little bit. I, th I still think they got a pretty good team. Uh, interestingly, remember they had that huge upset of Georgia last year? Since then, they've won one game. They're one and six. Wow. And it was against Vandy, and they got Vandy this week. So they got a chance to go back-to-back -back victories over Vandy. Um, <laughs> That's let's interesting. See. Yeah. Nate in Jacksonville saw the game on TV. Looked like UF did a good job with making sure everybody was properly distanced, that it feels safe. Yeah, I think our fans did a super job. I, I noticed as we looked around the, the stadium uh, that, that most all of our people were in their little groups of five or six people and, and did what uh, was asked of them, kept their mask on pretty much the whole game unless eating or drinking something. So I, I think our, our people did well, and hopefully uh, there was no spread uh, because of the attendance at the game. Bernie and Lake City, defense looked improved, but they still look shaky. Can we trust them to stop A&M or Georgia? I don't know how much will completely stop all these teams, but uh, we, we can, uh, you know, make them go the long way, uh, try to get good on third downs, try to play good red zone defense, that kind of stuff. But uh, don't seem like we're quite as big as some of those teams. <laughs> Certainly not like Alabama and maybe Clemson and some of those. But we're big enough, and i got to believe Todd Grantham and, and the guys will – uh, we'll keep improving these guys. It's uh, a lot of youngsters out there playing, and, and hopefully we're going to improve as the season goes. Trisha in Crescent City, Kyle to Kyle just keeps getting better. Who was the last QB well, tight end combo we had like this? Well, I know Kirk Kirkpatrick uh, led our team in receptions, right, Shane? Back in 1990, we only had him one year, but he was he was really the perfect tight end because <clears throat> he could run the corner routes, the seam routes, and, and the short routes also. Uh, and he was the leading receiver on that 90 team that won, won our first uh, ever SEC. Yeah, I don't know as far as a duo. I mean, Benny Troop and mm -hmm. Aaron Walker and, you know, some of those guys, but this, is, this one's pretty prolific. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Jerry and Green Cove Springs, what can we expect from DeMarcus mm -hmm. Bowman, the Clemson kid that's transferring to UF? Can he give the offense the boost to score 50 a game? Oh, I, I haven't paid a lot of attention to that. I, I think we'll worry about that when he becomes eligible. Yeah, exactly. Evan in Gainesville, is UCF still claiming to be the best team in Florida? <laughs> yeah, UCF got beat by Tulsa again. Again, they again. Beat right. Last year, so uh, Tulsa may know how to defend that, uh, that offense down there. And I'm sure all the teams will start watching that tape, and uh, we'll see if UCF can bounce back. But uh, they, got, uh, they got a lot of pride down there. I, I think they will bounce back. TJ and Valdosta, Franks led Arkansas to win nobody thought they'd get against Mississippi State. Is that on Franks, or was it a letdown by Mississippi State? It was the Arkansas defense is what won the game for. Uh, the team had scored 44 the week before against LSU, and they only scored 14. And plus, Arkansas's defense got a pick six early in the game. So I'd give a whole bunch of game balls to the D coordinator and, and some of those defensive players, to tell you the truth. But he, Filippo had a good game now. Yes, he did. He took care of the ball and hit a nice pass at the end of the game to, uh, so they could sort of run out the clock. Uh, they didn't quite run it out. <clears throat> they had to get in the shotgun 
uh, Mississippi State to down the ball. You ever seen that before? No. Well, they don't. They don't ever get under center, and I mean, wow. they never get under center. And uh, I don't know. It's just. It's just their style of play. Hmm. Uh, Pete and Libel, FSU almost lost to Jacksonville State. Are they like the Gators team that lost to Georgia Southern? Do you think it'll take them just as long to rebuild? Yeah. What team's that? FSU. F. Oh, Jacksonville State. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say about those guys. Uh, they played Notre Dame this week. Uh, whether or not they can be in the game or get clobbered again, I don't know. But at least they got a quarterback that the, they can hang their hat on. This third, He's start third kid came in. Uh, He's the kid that played for Cresser in high school. Is that right? Travis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. J- Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, Jordan yeah. Travis okay. Yep. I think they scored like five straight possessions with him in the game. Yeah. So the question is, where's he been <laughs> the first uh, couple of games? <laughs> <clears throat> but sometimes it takes a while to get that third guy in there, and then you realize, hey, this is our guy. So, so maybe he will provide the spark. We'll, we'll wait and see. Last two, Mark and Gainesville. Will UF beat Georgia for the SECs? It's not going to be Tennessee, I hope. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a long way to go before we worry about that one. Tennessee-Georgia game this week is going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. So, uh, yeah, we just need to worry about Texas A&M. And last one, John in Orlando. How does a coach change a game plan in the middle of the week if you know it may rain? That's always a good question, Steve. I, I remember uh, Danny Warfel's year. Uh, we were at South Carolina, and it was a, a cold front blew through, and it was a night game. And my wife, Jerry, said still it was the coldest game she has ever been to. Wow. And she went to Buffalo when I was with the Washington football team and to Green Bay uh, in about 25 degrees, stuff like that. But anyway, we're out there warming up, and Danny's ball, I mean, he couldn't hit anything. Uh, so before the game, I said, Danny, you think maybe we ought to defer and kick off if we win the toss? He said, no, Coach, let's just play like we always do. Let's just get the ball and take off. I said, Okay. So we get the ball, we go down there and score, get the ball, go. At halftime, it's 42 to 7. 42 to 7, Gators over South Carolina. And then uh, with the Alliance uh, in 2019, we go to Utah and it starts snowing about 4 o'clock. 7 o'clock game. And I mean, the field is icy. We couldn't hit a slant in pregame warm ups, couldn't hit a hitch pass. So the first possession, we. We threw a little quick sweep. That's the only thing we did and tried to run the ball. So we had to punt. And then their quarterback, the Utah kid, came out, and he zinged one down the field. So I went over to Garrett Gilbert. I said, hey, he can throw the ball down the field. He said, coach, just call the game. Quit worrying about it. I said, okay. (laughs) And neither team punted. It's icy. It's snowing. Neither team punted. There was not a turnover. Our field goal guy, Elliot Fry, who kicks for Atlanta now, uh, he was two for two hit one out of the slush. I still don't know how he made that one. And uh, we ran the ball through the ball. And it was a fast game because there was very few incompletions. And I think we beat those guys 20 to 11 in a snowstorm. And you just got to forget about it. Go play your game. If it's raining hard, yeah, you may have to run a little bit more than you throw. Uh, but sometimes the receiver knows where he's going. Maybe he can get open a little bit better. So uh, I think the main thing is just go play your game. And if you have to adjust a little bit, then you'll know after the game starts. Okay. Question of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And again, uh, for questions for Coach each week, send them to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. We'll take a break. Much more to come. Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. I was riding as a passenger in my friend's vehicle. A fellow ran a stop sign and we T-boned him. Had neck and shoulder and knee injuries and didn't know what to do. And I remember seeing one of Jeffrey's ads. So I gave him a call. He explained everything to me. I'd go see him and everything was done. Everything was taken care of. Don't waste your time with anybody else. Go see Jeffrey. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours and digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com The WRUF Radio app Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF The home of the Florida Gators and now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. 
Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Don't forget, if you want to call us on the uh, Campus USA call-in line, 392-8255. That is the number. All right, time now for our Team of the Week, guys, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Shaner, Team of the Week. Oh, gosh, I had a bunch of them. Um, I'm going to go with Air Force. Wow. And the reason I'm going with Air Force, because that was their first game mm-hmm. of uh, against Navy, but, Steve, they had like half their team out. I, I don't remember what the reasons were, but, man, they laid it on Navy 40-7. to seven. So I'm going to go with the uh, Falcons of the uh, of Air Force. Okay. What do you got, Coach? i got to go with Arkansas. There's a team that – Hold on, Coach. Uh, go ahead and put his mic on. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, i got to go with Arkansas. That was a team that was about a 17-point underdog, just like Mississippi State was against LSU the week before. And uh, they, they shut down the air raid and uh, got their first conference win in three years since 2017. So uh, i got to give their head coach, Pittman, Sam Pittman, I think's his name, and Barry Odom, the D coordinator. Th- those are my co-coaches of the week, those two guys right there. And uh, Arkansas, uh, I mean, they, they weren't supposed to win that game at all. And, uh, but it goes to show you, Steve, attitude, spirit, team, discipline, all those kind of things, uh, it, it still determines winners. Uh, the team with the most talent doesn't always win, and that, that was an example of that game right there. My team of the week is Tulsa. Yeah. Just because now we can stop <laughs> hearing about UCF being the best team. That, that, so I don't care whoever it was that beat UCF. It could have been, you know, whatever. They'd have been my team of the week. And I mean no disrespect to UCF. I think they have a wonderful program. I think Heupel does a great job there. And that quarterback there, Gabriel's a good player. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. come on, okay? So Tulsa, my team of the week. Coach of the Week, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, the best Cuban food in Gator Country. Coach already gave yeah, us already Coach of the Week. Yeah, already gave you my two, the, uh, the co- co-head coaches. The head coach, Sam Pittman, and the coordinator, Barry Odom. Uh, sometimes we give the head coaches too much credit when actually the coordinators are doing <laughs> most all the work. Shainer? Yeah, mine's going to go with Gary Patterson at TCU. Mm-hmm. They go on the road and beat Texas, it seems like, again. And, uh, you know, that was just a, that was a big win for his program, and – uh, a terrible loss for Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, I, I want to get both your opinions here. Is the Big 12 that bad? Because if, if the bell cows are Oklahoma and Texas, they're not ringing the bell. So is it a bad mm-hmm. league? Is it a balanced league? Is it a little bit of both? Well, I don't think it's top-heavy like it's been in the past. I think all those other teams, the Iowa States, the Kansas States, Texas Techs, those type of teams are all – they've maybe closed the gap against Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely no real, real top teams, or maybe they're all just sort of pretty good and they can beat each other uh, on any given Saturday. But uh, Texas uh, fumbling first and go to one-yard line, I mean, that's the kind of things Kentucky does. And uh, – but uh, Texas had a great chance to win that game. But I tell you, still amazes me, uh, Steve. These teams they get on the one yard line and they got four wide receivers in, and one running back, and they give it to him. And on the one yard line, the defense is not stupid. They're bringing about seven or eight guys. Okay, and running back doesn't have a chance unless he squeezes between two guys that whiff him. But they keep doing that, and that's what happened to uh, Texas. 
They got down there and they wanted to go real fast. They hand it to the guy. He gets smashed by about three people and fumbles, and uh, and that's the ball game. So you could say, well, coach, why didn't you put a couple of tight ends in there and seal off a gap and just give him a, a little fighting chance to to make one yard? But uh, uh, teams don't do that. It just it seems to amaze me that they don't because they think going fast is the key. <laughs> well, the defense ain't line up real fast too, but. Uh, Anyway, uh, that, that's something that uh, coaches need to look at. My coach of the week is Lane Kiffin. And the only reason I say that mm-hmm. is, you know, they, they play at home and certainly offensively they were really good. They found a way to win at Kentucky. They had to have a lot of luck. Shane, you mentioned about mm-hmm. the play. And then a missed extra point. And a missed field goal. And a missed field goal gives them a chance. But you know what? They hung in. They're playing with a lot of spirit now under Kiffin. So, Lane Kiffin, my coach of the week. Yeah, I picked them to, to beat Kentucky, but they should not have. But they did. Uh, Kentucky ran for 408 yards, something like that. It's I mean, hard to lose when you run for that many, but they found a way it, to do it. It's almost like Kroger Field, since they've named it Kroger Field. It's, it's like cursed. They're cursed, I mean, yeah. think, think about we should have lost there last year. Yep. And, and then the, think and of the year before, before when they didn't cover uh-huh. they didn't cover our receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something about Kentucky. It's just they they find ways to lose games. But it we were talking about this yesterday, Steve. Sometimes when you're a coach, and I'm not knocking any coach, but it's your philosophy. It, 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 are you putting a team away, or you're letting a team you know hang around? And it seems like at Kentucky. They just sort of let teams hang around, and then something bad happens, and they mm-hmm. lose again. They, they, they could be 2-0 and just like that, and they're not. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, when a guy misses the extra points and field goals and things like that, uh, you can't blame the coach. That's the best kicker that we got. And uh, sometimes I guess that happens. But when you, you, you – like the guy celebrating before he goes in the end zone, oh, man. I don't know what you do about that. <laughs> don't start him the next week. He's one of the best players, so you got to let him play. But that was uh, – uh, great teams don't do that. You ever see an Alabama player do that? Exactly. Or one of our Gator guys did that, uh, Coach Mullen, uh, he'd be all over it. So you, you got to play fundamentally sound. Uh, the football gods, they don't like those teams that, that do a little showboating and stuff like that. It just seems that way. We'll take a break. Come back. Uh, We are halfway through our Inside the Huddle today, but a lot more to come. Stay with us as you listen on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. 
Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. I thought I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and online at WRUF.com. Visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. So call them up today. Start feeling better. That's TitanMRI.com. All right, welcome back to Inside the Huddle. And we have uh, a lot more yet to come and to do. And next up, top four teams brought to you by... Gator Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Shane, top four. Uh, I'm going to put Alabama at number one right now. I just They're so explosive, man, and they're fun to watch. I'm going to put Clemson at two. I just feel like Clemson's just kind of been sleepwalking. We'll find out how good they are this Saturday. And I'm putting Georgia at three because of how they dominated uh, Auburn. And I got the Gators at four. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody in the country pretty much looks at it like that. One, two, three, four. I'm going to sneak Notre Dame in number five. They, Me too. They were really impressive the last time they played. So, uh, top five, <laughs> I'll put Notre Dame in. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting, too, to see what transpires when, you know, Ohio State and, mm-hmm. you know, some of these other teams get to play. But when you look at just – the top after the top five, they to me they're clearly there. I mean, I, I'd have to look. I'm going to look up right now and cheat. You know, at who's number six? But you know, Ohio State there. But then you know, is Miami? Miami's number seven. Yeah, are they for real? Well, we're going to find out right. Saturday. Yeah, uh, but but I think you know you got that maybe four to five or six teams that are head and shoulders better than everybody else, and then the rest are all kind of. 
yeah. mix and match to kind yeah. of the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with North Carolina, you know, for real, Oklahoma State, you know, those kinds of teams have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. All right, one of my favorite things to do now is Chalk Talk, and Steve's going to do that. Brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. So, Steve, I'm going to have you use this microphone and okay. have at it. Okay, what we're going to do today is we're going to <laughs> we're going to draw up uh, the coverage that Arkansas played against the air raid at Mississippi State. And uh, I'll, I'll sort of show you what the air raid, what their pass patterns are like, and then I'll sort of show you what we would try to do against that particular coverage if we had to throw the ball. Now, when they only got three linemen down there and everybody spread out all over the field, you'd think, if we can't run against this, we're in trouble. Uh, but the air raid, they don't believe that much in running. So let me show you the coverage first of all. Okay. All right. They are basically going to use eight guys to cover and only three guys uh, for the run up here. Of course, they got linebackers. They, they got linebackers here and here. All right. Usually, uh, the offensive guys there, four wides, got a quarterback, got a running back. So what they do, they, they play three deep and five short. So they got, you know, a guy here, guy here, guy here, guy here, and guy here. So they got, they got five guys, you know, playing all right around in there. So if you run all these crossing routes, you know, guys here, guys here, guys coming under, these guys are just waiting on you. They don't follow anybody. It is a pure zone defense right there. So, if you have to throw against these kind of zones, what we used to do, we, we called it sort of a flood route. In other words, we're, we're going to try to get a whole bunch of receivers on one side of the field and just let these guys do whatever they want to. Okay, so here's, here's what uh, a play we'd call just sort of a flood to the left. We'd get the running back, maybe over on this side of the field. Got my eraser there? Nope. All right. I get that. Okay, we're going to flood to the left. All right, this guy, he's going to run as fast as he can, as hard as he can, as deep as he can. This guy is going to come up in here, get up to about 15 yards, and then he's going to try to get in this area here. The back's going to swing, so we got a guy standing here, we got a guy here, and a guy there. All right, now we're going to try to run this guy deep through the post. Try to keep him there, and run this guy, just, you just get over here and get over somewhere, okay? But we're really trying to throw right here. So we got a guy here, the guy backs up, we got to throw it here, make a run for it. We, we got a guy right around this area, right in here, hooked up. We got a guy here, here, and deep. So, and this guy's running through the post. So you got one, two, you got three guys over here with really nothing to do. And, and usually they got a guy in here. So uh, you're, you're flooding the left side of the field. So quarterback, He'd take his steps, and he's got some land. He'll throw it in there. If they're all still back, he's got to throw it here, and he's got to make a run for it. Sometimes you have to be content to make five or six yards. Okay, so that's sort of a flood left pass. Now, if we wanted to go uh, down the middle, all right, let's say we want to go down the middle. All right, we're, we're going to run this guy down through here, and fast as he goes, we're trying to get the safety out of the game right there. Okay, this guy, we're going to send him almost right behind him, and he's just going to try to hook up about 15, 18 yards right in here. All right, now 
we got to get some guys in here tight. So this guy, he's going he's gonna to run over to this hash. This guy's going to run over to this hash. So we got one, two, three, four dudes right in the middle of the field. And I mean right in the middle of the field. So hopefully we can run this guy deep and have some land in here. But if they're still way back there covering this guy, then we'd have to throw a short guy. So what we're trying to do is what we call flood the area with a whole bunch of receivers and uh, hopefully uh, should be able to get somebody open there. But if you keep running all these crossing routes, you're just, you're just running into traffic in here. So this is really no man's land pretty much. So you gotta, you gotta try to get down in here. Uh, now we also would run seam routes where we, we try to get in this area also which is the inside receiver running there and there, and this guy's wide uh, clearing out these guys. So that's another area of the field that we also would throw the ball. Uh, but again, that coverage, man-to-man, -man, crossing routes, uh, not very good. So you got to try to flood the zone. All right? Right, Shane? That's right. I like it. Yep. Now, Coach, you're, you're telling me in that game that – State never changed. That, that's what they ran all the time defensively? Arkansas. Arkansas oh, I'm ran pretty much yeah. that coverage. And then they had a little sort of a four cross deep and four short. They had another coverage. So not just exactly that one, but most of the time it was that one. Okay. I'd say. I love it. I love that. Just to be able to combat mm -hmm. that. And then as a quarterback, mm -hmm. Shane, when you, when you, when you see that, do you, I mean, can you see that coverage right away and what mm -hmm. they're doing? Well, yeah, because, I mean, we never saw it because we play with a tight end and a back, you know, double. I mean, this is, this is the, the air raid, so they're going to line up with four wides, one back. Yeah. And you can see it, and it's, it's basically they're just saying, look, and we've talked about this, Steve, to drive 75, 80 yards is, is difficult. Keep everything in front of you. We're going to come up. We're going to tackle because eventually the quarterback's going to make a mistake. You're going to have a drop pass. You're going to have a holding call or a false start or whatever to put you behind the chains, and it just it eliminates the big play. And, uh, I mean, if you look at K.J. Costello, he had tons of big plays, yards after the catch against LSU because they played man, but not when the zone, you know, because they just, you know, you throw hitches and curls and little, little sit-downs. They catch it, gather and tackle for a five-yard game. You know Mike Leach well, Steve. I mean, now that if there's a blueprint on how to defend that, does he change what he does offensively then? Uh, we'll find out this week. Uh, that coverage is basically the one that University of Washington played against Washington State. And uh, according to Rick Neuheisel, uh, Washington State did not score over 20 points against Washington. Now, you ask, well, why didn't every other team in the Pac-12 run that defense? I said, I, I, said, I guess the same reason LSU and Bo Pelini didn't run that defense. But now that everybody has seen Arkansas, they, I don't even know if they went and asked that coach out there, Jimmy Lake's the guy, uh, but they saw it on tape, on video, that that's the best way to slow down the air rate. So uh, I sort of think that's what they're going to start seeing. So they're, they're probably in there right now drawing up some new ball plays or drawing up a way to run the ball better or whatever. I don't know. But uh, time will tell. How stubborn are coordinators – when it comes to what they do. Let me just throw Bo Pelini out, okay? Mm -hmm. Steve, if he's a guy who really prefers playing man, that, that's what he does, okay? Is he, is he slow mm -hmm. to go to a zone coverage, or do 
coaches kind of adapt to what the other team is doing? Uh, we played against team South Carolina and Nebraska in the Capital One Bowl, and they didn't play man-to-man all the time okay. that game. So it was sort of surprising that at LSU he did that the first game. Uh, but I, I got a feeling they will start mixing it up. I didn't watch their game with uh, Vandy last week, but they probably mixed it up a little, little bit, I would guess. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break, come back. We're going to go around the SEC, some of the big games across the country, specifically look at Florida and Texas A&M. That's next as we go inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours and digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby to today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now... 
more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, now time for games to look for. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Okay, guys, I'm going to throw some games at you. How about this one, which could have been Texas, Oklahoma. That's lost some luster, but what do you, what do you see? I don't know what to think in this one, Steve. I mean, Oklahoma hasn't beaten a, a big boy yet. Their only wins over Missouri State. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I don't even know who to pick in this game. I'm going to lean towards Oklahoma just because you got to think Lincoln Riley's going to dial up some plays eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you what, it's I think it's a one point or one and a half point game either way. I heard heard him talking about it on the radio coming in today. Yeah, I, I'll just uh, I mean Texas should have beat TCU fumbled on the one yard line like we talked about, and Kentucky seems to fumble on the one yard line. But uh, Oklahoma, yeah, they're they're a little bit in dire straits right now. But uh, Texas, uh, they usually find a way to beat Texas. I'd, I'd probably flip a coin just to pick somebody. Uh, but since I know Bobby Stoops pretty well, I'll pick Texas. I uh, mean, pick Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. I'm going to go Texas just because I think it's, they're, they're just due. Um, but I agree with Coach. Yeah. Anybody could win this. Um, two ranked teams, Virginia Tech, North Carolina. You know, Virginia Tech, they've – They've played pretty well considering they've had mm-hmm. like 25 players out each week. Uh, where's this game at, Steve? Uh, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to lean towards Carolina in a very competitive game. Yeah, I think North Carolina's got a real good defense. They, they've stopped some people pretty well. So uh, I'll go with the Tar Heels over Virginia Tech. Dukies, uh had the lead on Virginia Tech for most of the game, but uh, they, beat them, they beat them in the fourth quarter. So my Dukies are still winless. Uh, so hopefully they can get one here before the season's over. Tennessee, Georgia, big one in the SEC East. Well, we're going to find out if Tennessee's back. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think yesterday I read to you who Tennessee has beaten. They ain't beaten anybody mm-hmm. in their long winning streak. So, uh, you know, Georgia's just – I just think Georgia's got too many athletes. Mm-hmm. I think Georgia's going to win mm-hmm. this game. Yeah, Georgia was very impressive against Auburn. Very impressive. I was dead wrong thinking that Auburn was going to beat Georgia. So I, I would say the Bulldogs in a pretty close game. Yeah, I think it's going to be close early, but I think Georgia will win. Uh, will Miami hang with Clemson? I think it'll be close early. I think Derek King's going to have to make some plays with his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Clemson, these are the kind of games that Clemson kind of just lays around all year then when they play the big one they 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 actually say okay we're going to show you how good we are yeah this is their first sort of hey we got a real football game national tv so the clemson guys i think are going to beat them and i think pretty good but who knows we'll wait and see uh ole miss plays alabama we know ole miss that thing might be 60 to 50 the way that's going but who do you like i think alabama literally can score as many points as they want in this game I don't know how Ole Miss can slow them down at all. I think I think Alabama's passing game right now is better than it was with Tua. I really do. Uh, I think Alabama just buries Ole Miss. 
most people would say the same thing, and uh, you would think it'd be something like uh, uh, 48, 49 to 24. That sounds like it. Alabama winning, of course. But I think Ole Miss will score some points. Yep. I, do I don't too. I don't know if Alabama will punt. I just don't. I mean, after watching Ole Miss's defense against us and watching what Kentucky did to them. Okay, so we threw for a million yards. Kentucky ran for a million yards. Now you got a team that can do both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll take our final break. Then we're going to look at Florida, Texas A&M, and the big game coming up uh, on the road this weekend. Stay with us inside the huddle. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town, as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.30 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Okay, guys, we got two minutes left. So, Shane, I'll start with you. How do you how do you see Florida and A and M? I think it's going to be a dogfight, Steve. I just think uh, I think A and M on a talent level will be the best we've seen so far. 
Uh, I think we're going to win a close, close game. I think we'll make enough plays offensively. I like our quarterback to make more plays than their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I think we can win by a touchdown, 7 to 10 points, maybe somewhere in there. But it, it could be a very, very close game going, going down the wire. You know, just watching Alabama torch A&M last week, um, Coach, you said at the beginning, you have a lot of guys coming back, but how good are those guys mm-hmm. coming back? And defensively, they just don't look like they've looked before. So if Florida can take advantage of that and make some play, look, they're going to score some. They're a good offensive team. But you can't turn the ball over. You can't give them help. And, and, and uh, you know we'll see what the Gators do on the road. But this is a big game because Tennessee-Georgia, a big game as far as the East is concerned and if you want to if you want to be in the top three or four this is the kind of game you got to win you got to beat an a&m on the road and have this happen um we've got another minute last quick question um second half florida offensively kind of stumbled a little bit do, do they learn from that does that i don't want to say wake them up but does that get their attention a little bit and that's out of the ball possibly i mean you're never going to play a perfect game and i i just think just kind of how the whole second half kind of went. It just it was hard to get any kind of rhythm, and yeah, we turned it over. Uh, but when South Carolina has the ball that much, it just it bothers an offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like we got a little careless there, and of course Kyle Trask had his what first pick of the year and mm-hmm. uh, had a fumble in there. So uh, that's that's two possessions right there. We did nothing, and then uh, seems like the Gamecocks uh, they didn't score a lot. Uh, I guess they scored a couple touchdowns, but. Uh, uh, we, we we had that two touchdown lead, and fortunately they dropped a bunch of passes too. So uh, yeah, Coach uh, Grantham's got a lot to work on with the defensive players. So we're either going to keep getting better or, or get worse. I think we're going to get better this week. Okay, uh, that is our inside the huddle for this week. Uh, we always enjoy it when you are a part of it, and we thank you for tuning in. However you do so, uh, Harp on Sports is next. Sports scene at noon, and uh, we will talk to you then. For Shane Matthews and the ball coach, Steve Spurrier, I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, crime prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. 
Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, the flagship of the Florida Gators, 